New Earth Podcast is supported by listeners like you. If you'd like to donate or support the show, head on over to patreon.com forward slash new earth. And that's spelled N-U Earth. As a Patreon member, you'll also receive bonus episodes with fellow guests, monthly virtual gatherings with me, and any book giveaways that we're doing for the month. Become a Patreon subscriber today and receive one of our New Earth stickers designed by Vero Koya. Hey tribe, it's Nixie Marie. You're listening to New Earth, a podcast where each week we explore the relationship between spirituality and sustainability and how these topics play an important role in the evolution of humankind. Together, we aim to remember our connection with Mother Nature to heal ourselves and save our planet. Hello, brothers and sisters, fellow earthlings and soul tribe. Welcome back to New Earth Podcast. Today, we're going to get into the beautiful equinox energy which is we've got spring equinox coming if you are over on the northern hemisphere which is the season that welcomes renewal balance clearing and cleansing and also most of us know it as spring cleaning time so today on the show we are going to tap into the art of cleaning as a spiritual practice and some rituals that you can do to honor the spring equinox which is this weekend march 20th um, you can do it anytime this weekend or if you're just listening to this and you'd like to learn how to spruce up your home and bring the elements into your sacred space and create a beautiful ceremony for your home and and create a space in which can support you heal this is the podcast for you today so before we get into our topic of discussion i have pulled a card from the moon deck which is our sponsor of course for the show written by this was created by arana leah and this card jumped out at me i was kind of shuffling through the deck and i i know this card so well because i've been working with this deck for quite some time and it's so perfect for the show. So I thought we're gonna we're gonna pull this out. This is the sacred space card. And there's a really beautiful ritual actually inside of this booklet. Arana has created these really beautiful rituals um, that are in alignment with the card. So the card first says, my home is a sacred space full of beauty, inspiration, and protection. And of course, yes, it is. <laughs> That's what we're talking about today. And uh, there's a beautiful image of like a, sm a sage and crystals all around and a candle lit and beautiful flowers. And that's that's sort of this like stereotypical image of right like kind of cleansing and, and creating a sacred space but I want you to be really creative as you welcome the spring energy if you are on the northern hemisphere because the part of the spring is that it really invites and reawakens our 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 nurturing tender spirit that has been so inward and in our cocoon of the winter months so this card is the sanctuary card sacred space and the card reminds us that home is our private sacred haven. It is a place where we can ground, we can create love, we unwind, we celebrate, we cry, we laugh, we restore. And 
ultimately, as you all know, as a feng shui practitioner, your home is a is an expression of your spirit and is the beautiful mirror for what is going on in your external world. So what is going on within you is also going to reflect back at you in your external environment. So when you create your environment with a sense of inspiration, beauty, and protection, you create your sanctuary. And an altar, of course, is a very beautiful thing that you can do. If you don't have an altar, I want to invite you to go create your altar. And I would love to see your altars that maybe you're sprucing up for spring season, or you're going to create a new altar from the inspiration of this podcast today. So if you are on Instagram, my invitation to you is to share your sacred space, share your altar, show what you have built and tag us on a hashtag new earth podcast, or just tag us um, through our account at new earth podcast. And remember that is spelled with NU. So I would really love to see and get inspired by what you are creating. So share in your stories, share in your feed, what have you created your altar based on this podcast today? Um, your altar is what lifts the vibration of your home. It can actually be in the center of your space or in a meditation room or you know, in a bedroom, somewhere where it becomes this anchor, where it increases and, and enhances the vibration of your home and can be a place to really cultivate deep presence, work on yourself. I also, also call it the self-care corner. Uh, where you can do have a safe container to dive within, where you can meditate, pray, journal, contemplate, and create. So maintain your own version of the sacredness and tend to your space. This is also a really great time to get flowers for your space, get a new plant, bring a plant baby into your home, uh, and and give life to give yourself and create life with what you're bringing into your space. So. You want to make sure also this card is all, all setting the foundation for what we're going to be talking about today. Uh, you're, you're wanting to also make sure that you clear and clean regularly. And this is what we're going to be getting into with the art of cleaning as a sacred practice. Because when you clean and cleanse, your space no longer is like halt taking hold of all the dust and the stagnant energy. So you want to make sure to light candles, bring in the fire element and add textures, colors and, and things that inspire and uplift you. In feng shui, I often say that your home can be a reflection of your uh, of what you want to create in the world. It can be your giant vision board for your life. So when you are lighting candles when you're create, putting up artwork that inspires you, you're actually training your subconscious mind to create what you're seeing. So if you want to manifest something, if you're working on a business, if you're working on a creative project, if you want to call in, call forth more abundance, you can do this by setting your environment up so that it reflects that which you are creating. So uh, throw away anything. Cl decluttering is a big part of this as a sacred act. Um, getting rid of anything that you don't love nothing, anything that doesn't really mean something to you. And I know this one's not easy because I have helped and supported others get rid of their stuff. And I've personally gone through many different um, times in my life where I've had to get rid of things and it's not always easy, but it feels really good when you realize that thing is actually holding you down. So put this 
spring, if you don't already have a ritual in place where you're doing daily sweeping or daily cleansing or decluttering, what I would want to invite you to do is create a system and put this ritual into practice so that your home becomes a safe and creative container. So the ritual from the moon deck is really beautiful. And these are just some simple things that we're going to get started with today. So how to design your space. With simple and thoughtful touches, you can make any space feel sacred and beautiful. So consider this ritual an expression of your spirit. Design your sanctuary so you feel held and inspired. Refer to this write-up for many different ideas. So I'm going to read the write-up here. Uh, begin begin by moving the air. When you open up windows or smudge your space, you're actually moving around the energy. And sometimes energy gets stagnant, especially if we have a lot of furniture or beds that are up against walls. We want to make sure we're moving things to the center of the room and creating a flow and bringing that chi back up and through our spaces so that everything is, give, is given life. Um, or another thing is to build your altar. Find a desirable spot in your altar. It can be an ornate, ornate or a simple, small little table in a corner. Clean and clear the space first. Add your special pieces and sense how your altar wants to look as you follow your intuition. And one thing I love to do during spring is spend some time outside and go foraging. I, you know, just take a little hike, go on a walk, and I pick different things that really speak to me. Of course, asking and communing with the um, plant spirits first and asking, saying, you know, may I take a piece of you if you find some sage or if wherever you are in the world, there's going to be something that really calls out to you. Acorns, um, pine cones, you know, anything that really speaks to you. I love to forage for spring. It really honors the the season of Ostara and brings forth the energy of, of of fertility and growth and expansion. So you can use your intuition to build your altar. Um, and then also light a candle at your altar and sit quietly for several minutes. Uh, the moon deck also has a gorgeous candle that you can use. They just came out with a, a couple new candles, actually. And I highly recommend them because they're non-scented and they are, I believe, um, soy-based. So they're all eco-friendly. And um, I personally love the altar or the, uh, the candle magic orange candle that they have. So I write down my intention using their little pen that you write with on the candle and then you can burn the candle all the way through, through different rituals. And she always suggests like burning it every day and you reignite your intention within that candle. So I really love doing that. Um, and then the last thing is then you can walk through the rest of your home and tend to the areas that need love. So those are just some simple rituals that you can get into um, a habit of doing before we set or just this weekend as a uh, reminder to tap into this spring energy. And I know if you're listening to this a little later, I know how podcasting goes. Not everybody's listening right as the day that it comes out. So um, just do this whenever you are. And, and if you have the time or if you don't, create the time to make this, uh, everything that we discuss in this podcast today, make it happen. It's going to be really fun. And of course, I can't talk about cleaning without talking about my, my product that I have created. And I know so many of you have already been uh, purchasing our cleaning powder and also the uh, Supercell dish soap. And so I want to 
kind of get a little witchy <laughs> with what I've actually, what intentions I've set forth into clarity as a brand and clarity as a product and how it can support you with your rituals in your home. So upon creating clarity, I really researched a lot of different ingredients that were that we're really going to clean a home, but not only clean it on the physical, clean it on the psychic level as well. Because when we are cleaning and cleansing our spaces, we have to pay attention to the psychic debris that adds up. And an example of what psychic debris is, um, is let's say you're a therapist and you have an office, you have people come in and they're constantly unloading and dumping and, and, and expressing you know whatever they're going through. Now you can clean your physical space and you can you can be a, a therapist and you can think, clean your physical space and think that that's all good and dandy. But one thing you've got to pay attention to also that's almost more important is the psychic debris that is built up from the unloading and the energy that's often coming off of each individual or, or student or, or client. So you can do this cleaning your psychic... Your, your psychic debris in many different ways, but with the specific essential oils that are inside of Clarity, it actually creates and cleans that psychic debris. So I haven't, I don't often talk about this because it's like so deep when it comes to cleaning and I, I don't think everybody really thinks of these things, but in space clearing, which I was uh, taught through my feng shui class, we learned about you know, different herbs that you can work with that will cleanse and clean the space. We learned how to, um, well, I kind of learned a little bit about this prior to when I had my cleaning company, but we did learn a little bit on how to make um, recipes for cleaning your floors and how to create like uh, spells so that your home can be cleared of any spirits or negative energies and, and anything like that. So upon creating Clarity, I used the oils that would help not only clean the physical, but also the psychic and the metaphysical realms. So that's why I always get really excited when I get a review that when they when you use my products that they make you feel better and they make your home feel better because that's the goal that we're looking for. So I wanted to just put that out there because... I've gotten a couple of questions like, what have you used in the ingredients and why, you know, and as a fellow witch and practitioner of magic, I want to empower you to create a ritual of cleaning your home because it will support you in so many other areas of your life. And you might be listening to this and going, yes, Nixie, I know I am the queen of clean now, thanks to you, or just because I've always been a clean freak. You know, I, I know that this conversation is not as always, it's a mundane thing, but we got to bring magic to the mundane because you have to think about, you know, the power of mundane magic. It is not always fun to, you know, clean toilets or clean a, a, a sink or a stove or what have you. But when we do it with intention and we tap into our vision for our life and we tend to these little corners in our home we're actually tending to a part of ourselves and we are giving ourselves self-care and self-love and we're telling the universe that I matter that I'm enough that I'm worthy and that I'm worthy of having a clean beautiful sparkling space because you are so 
Um, when I created the dish soap, same thing. We used all natural ingredients, the mostly based out of coconut oil, and then the essential oils are very light. Some people have sensitivities to scents, so we use tea tree and lavender, and these are real pure essential oils. These are organic. They are they, we source them sustainably, and so that's why they feel so good, and they make your dishes smell really good too. And I'm really big on making sure my dishes are clean and clear through at the end of the day that I don't go to bed with any dirty dishes in my sink. Because in feng shui, when we leave any dishes or any um, pots and pans or anything out, we essentially leave the stagnant energy from yesterday. And we wake up and we bring yesterday's sorrows and challenges and everything. Maybe it was a beautiful day, but everything from yesterday is brought into the now of, of when we wake up. So that is the importance of, you know, creating that container and that ritual. So I want to offer you guys, of course, you already know that you have um, a permanent discount with us as New Earth members, but I wanted to offer you a special discount of $25 off of the, if you spend $50 or more on anything clarity related and um, that is going to be only available through the weekend of the spring equinox so you're going to use the code sacred space and that will get you $25 off anything in our shop so that's again the code sacred space and you're going to go to clarity.com and that's spelled c-l-a-r-y-t-i.com and use the code sacred space to get $25 off anything clarity related. And I know this feels like an ad, but I have to share this with you because this is part of the podcast today. And this is what you're getting. So um, when we go into creating our ritual for our homes, and when we're honoring the, the spring equinox, which for those of you that maybe aren't as familiar with the spring equinox, it is the end of the darkest season of the year. So that's why we often talk about spring cleaning because we're getting rid of all the old energy. And a lot of times, especially during the COVID times, we've had a lot of time, a lot of time to be in our homes. We've had a lot of time to go inward, to reflect, to perhaps do some deep diving, some soul searching, some, uh, you know, pulling out all these, these things that we're shaking off all the waste and the debris and the extra fat or whatever, what have you. So when we clean our homes and we act, we create a sacred container in our space, then we are saying, you know, okay, I'm honoring this season. I'm honoring that the darkness, as we all have our shadow periods, is now time to go and we get to bring in the light and shine our light on the world now. So spring really symbolizes growth, fertility, bringing the re-emergence of light, warmth, plants, animals, new ideas, fresh perspectives, all of those things we're bringing into this season. So when you are cleaning and cleansing your space and doing any performance of ritual work, you are going to set the intention of these things, fertility, bringing the light in, growth, um, as if you're planting seeds of magic all over your space. So you start to see how cleaning becomes this this magic spell where you're casting intentions and incantations into your space so that you create a container and an environment that is supporting you even in those times when you feel like nothing is going your way. You are reminded that infused in the cellular memory, the things that we cannot see, the psychic debris is 
your intentions, your spells, your rebirth essentially into this new season. So some of the spiritual significances of the vernal equinox, which is um, really, I mean, we celebrated this from ancient times, like ancient Egyptians and Romans. It's it's shown in history that they began to celebrate this because they found how to uh, how to sense the different seasons. They built structures based on the different equinoxes, so that a part of the structure would be shining, being shed light during a season, and the other wouldn't. So this this is a very potent time, and it's a it's a time of celebration, ritual, ceremony, and festivities that really bring in abundance and the honoring of the the sun god. Really, so um, in today in today's faiths, a lot of us have different ways that we look at it. But regardless, you know, having some sort of tr- tradition in place really invites us back to our sacred our sacred spaces and our and reinvites us in into the sacred every day. So uh, like we talked about, the first thing that you can a ritual that you can do to honor the spring equinox is spring cleaning and smudging. So we kind of went into a couple of ways there, how to clear your home. Um, but with smudging and with clearing your space, I wanted to dive into this a little bit because this is a topic that you know, is it's very simple, but when used with intention, it can be very powerful. So you want to first start by clearing your energy. So you clear your energy with smudging using either a um, Palo Santo, you can use anything like rosemary, you can also use sage. You know, there's a lot of things that I want to say about making sure that you're conjuring up your tools of magic sustainably. So make sure that wherever you're getting your tools, that they're sourcing it sustainably. And if you have the opportunity, maybe just using some rosemary that is really potent in cleansing your space. Um, so we just want to make sure that we're not uh, we're not supporting companies that are like, I have, a, I have a hard time sometimes going to like, you know, Whole Foods and seeing the sage there. <laughs> it's just like, it's good to see that it's out in the mainstream, but um, there's so many other ways that we can cultivate and find our sacred tools. So make sure that if you have the ability to maybe go to a metaphysical shop, get some stuff and some things that you can for your, uh, your ritual. So you want to start by clearing, clearing your space, setting your intention for, for what you're about to create in your home. And then you go through your home in every corner counterclockwise and cleanse and make sure you set your intention into every space. Let's say you're going into your bedroom, set the intention for love and intimacy and romance. And let's say you're going into your kitchen, set the intention for wealth, prosperity, um, true juicy, loving health, (laughs) and uh, any other place in your home that you're feeling needs that uplift, give it some love, set the intention. Um, You can also then when you're finished, you want to make sure you cleanse and shake off your energy, open the windows, let the energy and the spirits and the psychic debris all float out the windows so that you have a full clear space. And um, another thing that you can do to a ritual to honor the spring equinox is, like I said, create an altar. So if you haven't yet created an altar, 
go ahead. This is your invitation to do so. Altars can serve as a portal to the divine. And when you built the, build these altars, it really helps you create a space for focus on your internal space and can really bring us closer to our ancestors, our spirit guides, the ascended masters, the earth, uh, and any other vibrations that we are intending to bring forth. Today's podcast is brought to you by Clarity, the complete non-toxic, zero-waste, all-natural home cleaning solution, co-founded and created by yours truly. Clarity naturally cleans your home without using harmful chemicals, protects the environment with zero-waste packaging, is convenient and cost-saving by delivering concentrates directly to your door, and best of all, it makes cleaning fun. It's simple and affordable to bring clarity to your home. Grab one of our zero waste home cleaning kits to get you started or the ready to go all purpose bottle and you have everything you need to remove toxic chemicals and plastics from your cleaning ritual. Sign up for a subscription to receive our concentrate refills and you have everything you need without a trip to the grocery store. Simply visit Clarity, that's spelled C-L-A-R-Y-T-I dot com and use the promo code ECOTRIBE for your exclusive 10% off discount. Thank you so much for being part of this New Earth community and making our world a greener place. Another thing that I want to add, you want to make sure that you clean your altar pretty consistently, as you know, I mentioned, and clarity is safe for altar spaces. So if you have like wood, that's, you know, not, um, of course, it's got to be sealed, non-porous wood, then it's safe for that. So you can cleanse and clear with clarity as it is, it can be act as a smudging um cleaning product as well and then you also can this is something I really love doing as setting intention for the spring equinox is to hold an intention setting ritual to really get a clear picture on what you're calling into this season and I kind of like doing them in steps so clean your space cleanse cleanse your space create your altar set the intention and then sit at your altar light a candle and hold um hold hold space for you to set the intentional intention for whatever it is that you're wanting to formulate within your goals and um, be intentional about this. You know, there's, we're talking about fertility, um, life and lightness coming into the season. So make sure that this is something that is going to be supportive for you. You know, gather your book of shadows, a piece of paper and pen and sit there, close your eyes and make sure to ground your energy and start writing out your intentions. And, you know, you can say them to yourself out loud. You can wake up in the morning and revisit your intentions throughout the season, remembering what it is that you are cultivating and what you're wanting to manifest and bring forth. And, you know, the final thing about this too is you really want to believe in yourself and your intentions and what you're bringing into your space. Because when you don't have the belief that you can have them there, then you really need to make sure that it's 
it's rooted in in your belief system and that you can you believe and you believe and you have no doubts about what you are, are intending to create. So I, those are some of the three ways that you can honor the uh, spring equinox and bring it into your life by cleaning your home, by creating an altar, and by setting an intention to bring a beautiful ceremony into your rituals and what you're setting the intention for in this season. I want to leave this podcast um, with a beautiful uh, little paragraph from this uh, lovely author. I've been really studying the concept of spiritual ecology, which is essentially a practice that brings us into wholeness with the earth and and the way that we can really transform our relationship to the earth and how we can find mundane, beautiful practices in, in our day-to-day and bring sacred, bring the sacred and reawaken it essentially into our life. So this is a little book called Spiritual Ecology, 10 Practices to Reawaken the Sacred in Everyday Life. And there's, of course, a section on cleaning. Who would have thought? Um, and this there's a quote in here that says, bamboo shadows sweep the stairs, but no dust is stirred. Moonlight penetrates the depths of the pool, but no trance trace is left in the water. And then is by Neogen Senzaki. So this little chapter here is about how to create a sacred space, a, sp- a ritual of cleaning, and how it's how it's really an art as a spiritual practice. So I'm just going to read a couple paragraphs here to inspire you. So if you are you know, able to grab some water, tea, whatever you want to just kind of tune into this. It's, it's really beautiful. And I had to share. Okay, cleaning by Llewellyn Von Lee. There is a simple spiritual practice that is often overlooked, the art of cleaning. The image of the monk sweeping the courtyard has a deep significance. Because without the practice of cleaning, there can be no empty space, no space for deep communion with the sacred. Outer and inner cleaning belong to the foundation of spiritual practice. And as the monk's broom touches the ground, it has a particular relationship to the earth. We need to create a sacred space in order to live in relationship to the sacred within ourselves and within creation. In today's busy life, cleaning one's home is often considered a chore. We may give time and energy and expansive products to and expensive and tons of products to our daily ritual bathing, but the simple art of cleaning our living space is rarely given precedent. Our culture calls to use products that will kill all of the germs that surround us, products that are often more toxic than the germs themselves. But do we give attention, mindfulness, to caring for the space in which we live? Are we fully present with our brush or vacuum cleaner? Once I realized that everything is a part of one living whole, that nothing is separate, I understood how everything needs care and attention. I bring this feeling and awareness into my cleaning. Cleaning a table, dusting a shelf, I give attention and love because everything responds to love and care. Not just people or animals or plants, but everything. I feel strongly that 
just as I should only have what I need, I should only have what I can look after, love, and care for. It is a simple recognition of the sacred that is present within everything and a way to live from the heart in everyday life. Maybe, having been brought up in a family without love or care, I feel this need especially strongly, but I sense that it comes from a deeper knowing of how everything is part of the fabric of love, that creation is woven out of love. And so when I clean, I am also looking after, caring for what is around me, knowing that it too needs to be loved. I must admit that I love to clean. I find cleaning deeply reassuring. Personally, I love emptiness, inner and outer space. In cleaning my living space, I am creating emptiness, clearing up the debris so that that so easily accumulates. And when one cleans with love and attention, one is not vacuuming just the dust, but also the psychic debris, even the worthless thought forms that stay in the air. Because our culture only values what it can see and touch, we do not understand this invisible accumulation, but it is real. And without conscious attention, it clutters our life more than we realize. Just as ritual bathing prepares the worshiper, or just as we may take off our shoes at the entrance to a temple or mosque, or even a friend's home, cleaning is an important preparation for living with the sacred in our daily life. When I first started lecturing, traveling over America, I would stay in people's houses. At the time, I was lecturing mainly to Jungian psychology groups and so would sometimes stay in the house of a therapist. I remember one night being given a bed in the spare room, which was also my host therapy room. And it brought me to a restless hour because I realized there was a psychic soup floating around this entire space. I realized that the therapist had no understanding of psychic cleaning. Sadly, it had not been part of his training or practice. The air was dense with discarded psychic contents. This is not uncommon. Often people who do healing wash or shake their hands afterward, but then the illness just goes into the water or into the air to be drunk or breathed by another. When my teacher was in India with her Sufi sheikh, she she would sometimes witness him performing a healing. She noticed that after each healing, he would cup his hands and bring something to his mouth. She realized that he was inwardly digesting the sickness and that he had cleansed that he had cleansed so that it would not just stay in the air and attach to itself to another person. Ecological awareness teaches us that the importance of recycling and composting, the waste from our daily lives should not be allowed to just accumulate in a landfill nor should it be allowed to get into our water, which in a less visible way is becoming toxic with all the tranquilizers and other drugs that go through our system into the water, affecting and mutating the fish. There are many ecologically aware people who make it a practice to leave as little as possible in their garbage bins for the landfills and work to safeguard the food and water supply, and this is very commendable. But if we are to practice spiritual ecology, if we are to include the spiritual in our ecological awareness, we need to bring a greater awareness to all the debris we leave behind. We need to learn how to clear up after ourselves, how to keep an empty space, how to be attentive in our cleaning. 
When we bring a quality of attention to our cleaning, the psychic debris can be absorbed along with the dust. Often the attention is linked to the breath, so the two work together. When we work this way, the debris does not harm us, and I have found deep satisfaction in this practice. Our present culture teaches us to accumulate, to consume, but not how to make empty, but for real spiritual work in the inner and outer worlds in order to give us divine space. In order to return to the sacred, we need to practice a certain purification in our daily lives. We learn to eat consciously, to be attentive to our outer environment, to sweep our courtyard. We also need to learn how to clean our house, both physically and inwardly. Just as we need to learn to empty our mind in meditation, to clear away the clutter of unnecessary thoughts, so do we need to consciously clean our living space. Dusting, sweeping, vacuuming with attention, we bring a certain awareness to the ground of our being. This has to do with respect for our environment. In some old Celtic rituals, after a wedding, the couple walk to the celebration preceded by a young boy and girl with brooms, who sweep away the evil spirit so that the couple have a happy marriage. These ancient rituals carry an understanding of the inner worlds and how they can affect our daily life. In the practice of spiritual ecology, we are working not just with the outer physical world, but also the inner worlds, and we need to respect this. We need to relearn how to live lightly, to leave as little debris behind us as we can. We need to relearn how to sweep with our broom. It is simple good housekeeping more important than we realize. So we can take a lot from that. And in a nutshell, all of my passion for cleaning is really summed up by those few paragraphs and how Llewellyn so eloquently speaks about the importance. So if that hasn't inspired you to clean, I don't know what will, but that's okay. (laughs) Maybe perhaps you can try some of our Clarity products and they will make you feel like cleaning. Um, And just as a little reminder, go to clarity.com, that is spelled C-L-A-R-Y-T-I.com to get $25 off your spring spring cleaning kit. And uh, we can't wait to, you know, hear about your experience and how you've set rituals into your daily life to bring back the sacred and use the code sacred space to get that $25 off if you spend $50 or more. And uh, I love you all so much. Thank you for tuning in. Happy spring equinox. I hope you have a wonderful weekend and I can't wait to see you all next week. Bye for now.